Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 815. Stick at it, you know, learn, grind, keep your nose to that grindstone. You know, if you compile all these little wins that you may just think is getting you through the motions, you know, it all opens up to a bigger picture one day and it makes sense. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Dustin Wharton. Hey, Dustin, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am. Thanks, Mark. All right. Orbital in hand, and you'll know what I'm talking about in just a second. (laughs) Dustin Wharton is the owner of Official California Detailing, or better known as OCD in San Diego, California. Given Dustin's attention to detail, OCD is a perfect acronym for his passion to make the vehicles he and his team detail look absolutely perfect. He purchased Big D's mobile detailing from Dan Williams, who was the Optimum Polymer Technologies Western Regional Rep after moving to San Diego, California from Colorado. The business had a 10-plus year reputation in San Diego with a handsome list of clients that gave Dustin a great start. He himself has over 10 years of experience in detailing when a summer job he started after graduating from high school became a career. And I'm proud to say that I'm a customer of Dustin's. He recently detailed a vehicle for me in San Diego and did an absolutely spectacular job. So, Dustin, I have told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment to share a little bit more about your business and, of course, your passion for detailing automobiles? Hey, thanks, Mark. Like I said, or like you just mentioned, you know, I was uh, able to detail a car for you and uh, see firsthand what we're doing out here. We moved back here, or we moved here in August, uh, me and my fiance, and purchased the business of OCD, which was Big D's. And, you know, we're loving it out here. Uh, All the experience I've got over the years from dealerships to low volume, high quality uh, detail shops to high volume, low quality detail shops, um, you know, it's played a factor in what we're doing here. And I'll tell you what, you know, OptiCoat has changed my life, and that's where we have gotten today is because of OptiCoat, and I just can't get enough of cars. Yeah, OptiCoat is an awesome company, and I'll remind our listeners, I've had several people from OptiCoat here on Cars, yeah, including their president, David Gadusi. I've also had Yvonne LaCroix, Dan Williams. They've all been guests here to talk about the chemicals and the car care products that OptiCoats make. I was uh, the lucky recipient of a whole box of those that your president of your company, David, sent me. I got to try the products. Really, really nice stuff. I mean, I've used a lot of car care over the years. Back when I was a kid, I had a detailing business in San Diego where I grew up. So you're living in the sunshine world that I kind of miss living up here in the Pacific Northwest where it rains a little (laughs) bit, but uh, car care is even more important up here. But yeah, you've aligned yourself and your company with a really great line of products. So we're going to learn a lot more about that. We're going to learn a lot more about your journey as we progress through our talk here. But first... I always like to start by asking my guests for a mantra or some kind of a success quote. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Dustin, take the wheel. So, it's not, you know, as uh, it's very known, but I use it every day and it works smarter, not harder. Through all the years that I've had to do more and more cars and get better at doing more cars in a day, there's just no reason to walk 20 laps around a car when you can do two laps around a car. 
Yeah. So, you know, I've applied that every single day and, you know, we're trying to have a better quality and less effort. You know, this is a really uh, smart, wise thing. And I, again, I go back to when I was a kid and I was detailing cars. Now, this is back in the days when you bought a can of paste wax and you had that Simonized polish stuff that destroyed paint. Yeah. And uh, oh my gosh, I kept saying, man, somebody has to make something better. And then I got introduced to some cool brands and things got easier and easier. So tell me a couple ways that you incorporate that concept into how you approach detailing somebody's car. Uh, you know, so those ways, it's, uh, you know, how can I use the most product in the most areas? You know, if I'm going to be working in an area an hour later on something, what can I do now that's going to set myself up to take care of it later on without the same effort, you know? So if it comes as far as a prep area, uh, you know, an approach to it, it's kind of the rule of thumb, top to bottom and inside out, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I wish I kept track of how many cars I detailed over the years. I mean, it's got to be oh. thousands. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a lot yeah. older than you, so uh, I've been at it a little bit longer, but uh, not as a profession in a long time. But I'll tell you, a little tip for you, know, you folks out there that might have kids or even young people listening, detailing business is a great way to make a living. You're your own boss, and you get to play with some cool cars, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I uh, especially coming out to Southern California, I thought I had seen a lot of cars through the years, those, uh, you know, 10 years or so. And I came out here and I find myself kind of shell shocked with some of these cars that these people have. And, you know, I've been blessed to work on. I had a, a brand new Bentley I touched the other day and I just I kind of was in shell shock the whole time. I, you know, I had to tread lightly and kind of Google a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. I remember the first time I brought, I drove home, this was 1973, a Rolls-Royce Corniche convertible. And I oh, pulled wow. up in front of my house and you know, I was in high school. My mom comes out and she about had a, had a cardiac arrest. She goes, oh my gosh, this car costs more than our house. You can't be driving this thing. <laughs> but uh, I detailed it and <laughs> drove it back to the lady's house. She was happy and ended up doing that car many, many times over and over. So Southern California, that's where all the cool cars are for sure. Well, let's go back in time and have you share a story that instigated your passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment when you look back when you realize that you were indeed a car guy? Yeah, uh, I think growing up, you know, I like sports and everything like that and grew up and my mom was a single mother. And so we lived pretty close to her employment at the time. And when I was pretty young, she had to go to school early in the morning, pretty early, you know, pretty dark. So every once in a while, she'd let me drive when I started getting a little bit older, you know, 12, 13, 14. And I remember driving, you know, even the, the mile to work, and I was addicted. I wanted to drive more. You know, it was, when could I be 16 and get my license? When can this happen? Um, you know, even being a, a minivan, a soccer mom car, I still was wanting to drive more and washing the, the minivan at home in the driveway and until I actually got my own car. And, you know, I think since then is when I really started to uh, pay attention to cars and makes and models and all those kinds of things. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite vehicle to detail? Is there one that just feels so good to rub wax on? Honestly, I, I, I'm a partial, I'm a BMW guy. I've had them for a long time and uh, there's nothing like getting a good 7 Series or an M3 under you, you know, they just, <laughs> the, the good quality, they clean up well and like I said, I'm a Beamer kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny, when I've looked at buying cars in the past, one of my prerequisites is I have to take the car home and detail it because if I don't enjoy waxing it, I'm probably not going to enjoy owning it because as much as I clean a car and I'll tell the salesman stuff like that and they'll look at me like, are you insane? What? What? 
<laughs> but to me, I've yeah. got to enjoy working on the car as much as I like driving it. So that shows a little bit of how OCD I am. Well, Dustin, what I want to do yep. is take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down. You're an entrepreneur that is fraught with ups and downs, challenges, successes, failures. So take us to a point in time where you had a great challenge or even a great failure in your career, your business, or even your life. Walk us through that situation. But more importantly, how did you come out of that and what did it teach you? You know, I uh, after high school, got in myself a little bit of trouble, just kind of exploring my teenage years. And uh, that was in northern Utah. And uh, it got to the point that it was like, what are you going to do? You know, he's been detailing for a while. And uh, that's when I took off to Colorado. And uh, I had a company and a guy named Tony Wilson. He uh, he actually owns OCD, but it's Colorado. He took a chance on me when I was coming out of Utah. And, uh, you know, he's the person that taught me what I know today and, you know, how to be OCD and with what we do in our, in our work. And, uh, you know, with learning all the things I did in Colorado from paint correction and headlight restorals to customer service. Um, you know, this guy in these shops, they, uh, they taught me a lot. And, uh, that's when we came across OptiCoat and, uh, OptiCoat is how I met Dan Williams years later down the road is, you know, how we became a business owner from Dan Williams. So, you know, with those trials and errors and, you know, money problems, you, you kind of have to put your, no your nose to the grindstone and just, uh, keep pushing through, you know, and I think there was a lot of years, I know there was a lot of years of low pay and a lot of detailing cars and uh, seeing those trials and errors of businesses and how people went about them, you know, has made the greater success of what we're doing today. It's like, no, I, that didn't work. I'm not doing that. And, you know, and that worked great. Let's do it. Expound on it. So, you know, going through uh, kind of hitting rock bottom and climbing up to where we are today, you know, makes me very humble and appreciative to be doing what we're doing. Well, it sounds like you had a great mentor there, and that's my takeaway from this situation is, you know, we are the culmination of the people we surround ourselves, and when you surround yourself with people that are challenging, let's say, let's say they're they're into drinking or drugs or being lazy or not working hard or whatever they're doing, it's really hard to get away from that. But sounds like you made a really smart move. You got yourself out of a situation that could have gotten even worse and found a mentor, mm -hmm. found someone who taught you a career and a path. And it, it, that's my takeaway from this lesson in life. Is that yours? It is. It is. He definitely set me up. And when we looked at coming, coming to California, I actually told my fiance, no, Tony had given me so much and we were building his shop up. We doubled the sales in a year of working back with him. And, uh, you know, I told her no. And uh, it came down to a gut feeling. And both of us had talked about everything, you know, and he's actually doing better because he's not trying to pay me so much. And I fell into this business, you know, and we talk every day and quote people this and stuff, you know, he's a uh, He's definitely set me up for the success that I am now on top of all the, the things that we've fallen into as connections and business and everything. Wow. Well, you're very fortunate to have found him. Uh, great move. Obviously, you made some very wise choices as well. So look where you landed today. So uh, great lesson for those yeah. listeners out there. Find yourself somebody who can help guide you and take you down the right path, no matter what part of life that might be. Dustin, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. It's a time when those headlights come on and kind of illuminate a new path for you, like a direction. This is where I need to go to be successful. So what was that aha moment for you? Uh, it would have been August. Uh, this coming August would be two years ago. Um, I was, you know, kind of starting to get towards the end of my uh 
my caring of, you know, cleaning cars all the time and low pay, mm -hmm. um, a little frustrated with it. And I remember Tony and I went to Denver and had one of the certified installers for OptiCoat teach us how to do it. And I remember coming away from that day, you know, after years and years of correction on paint and seeing these immaculate cars transform just from simple paint correction. And we got to there and we saw, you know, the benefits of OptiCoat and what it did at the end game and, you know, what it can do for years and years of protecting your investment. And I, I remember getting home and I told my, my girlfriend at the time, my fiance, is OptiCoat is literally going to change our lives. And she kind of, you know, giggled. She's like, that's nice, you know, it's yeah. chemical and stuff. Whatever, dear. Let's go to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm glad you had a great day. And, you know, it, it made more money. Uh, like I said, Tony shop back home. We, we doubled his sales in one year and we had only done, you know, maybe six months of people catching on of OptiCoat. Um, you know, so we did that with his business. And then, you know, we come out here and my, my girl and I took a random trip to San Diego and see what's out here. Mm -hmm. uh, saw that Dan Williams lived here and was, what a better person to contact, you know, the rep of OptiCoat, you know, great opportunity to work for somebody. Yeah. So, you know, long story short, we start talking, talking. He actually said, you know, I don't think I have enough work for you to come out here and work for me if, if you want a full-time job. And it unfolded that the week we moved here, he said, do you want to buy my business? <laughs> and, right. you know, huge, huge opportunity. And three weeks after we moved here, we bought the business and changed the name. And uh, how everything is lined up, you know, the business loan came through and three weeks from the day that we moved here. So to be a business owner, let alone just trying to find a job to get our feet on the ground was huge. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've met awesome connections uh, like yourself, you know, to be able to meet people up in the detailing world, um, you know, doctors, lawyers, people with garages, more cars worth than entire apartment complex that I'm sitting in. And so, you know, with those things and an awesome website guy that's helped me market a new business name in San Diego, I, I actually hit my my year goal of sales in three quarters of business. Awesome. Well, that's a great segue to my next question, which is a proudest business or career moment. Is there one that stands out for you? Um, honestly, the the road that we're on right now, um, meeting those goals um, of business in a year that I wanted to do and we're exceeding it in three quarters, just purely being, you know, having something that catches on and it's a niche. Schooling never really caught drift with me, you know, it was nothing that was interesting for me, mm -hmm. sitting in a class and taking electives for whatever reason. But with this, it all makes sense. It's all new and challenging. But when I, you know, you see the actual outcome of your hard work and, you know, more traffic on your website and referrals and people calling you all the time, you know, it's, it's really hit home and, you know, made me feel good about what we're doing and we're ready to run with it. And so that's probably my proudest moment so far in this industry is just succeeding, you know, even on the, the little wins, sure. let alone what we're going to do in the next 10 years. Yeah, well, you know, it's a great success story, very inspirational. And tell some listeners out there that, you know, these things are all possible no matter what financial level you are at. Imagine moving to a new town, trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? And being prepared, I think, is the key here. There wasn't any luck involved. This was all about preparation and seeing opportunity. I'm not really one who believes in luck. I always see that say that luck is a uh, combination of preparation and seizing an opportunity, and that's exactly what you did. So congratulations for that 
very excited. I love that you're setting goals. You're meeting those goals, exceeding those goals, and moving forward. So there's nothing but uh, blue skies for you, even though you are in California where it's only blue yeah. skies <laughs> anyway. But uh, no worries there. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and go back in time. I know you said you're a BMW guy. I am too. I've got an M3. My wife drives an X5. My son's had a 3 Series. My Perfect. daughter drives Mini Coopers. So uh, we're a BMW family, even though I won't say it too loud. Porsche is my real passion, but uh, I love German <laughs> cars. But let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car and maybe share a memory you have with that vehicle. Um, you know, so it's it's not as uh, as a classic car, you know, or some outlandish, crazy car that most people might name off. But honestly, uh, my one that kind of sticks out as my you know favorite car so far is uh, my first car that I got when I was 16. Um, like I said, I, I came from a split home and uh, my father worked his ass off for lack of a better word. Um, so when he bought me my first car, you know, it, it had just such a different meaning and uh, glory behind it than mm-hmm. any other car that I've paid for myself. Yeah. What was that vehicle? It was actually a, a maroon Pontiac Grand Am. Grand Am. There you go. <laughs> You know, and this is a classic story and a typical story here in cars. Yeah, for a lot of people, their first cars that are special aren't anything super luxurious or crazy or wild, although I've had a few folks that have said Ferrari or Porsche or something like that, Lamborghini. It's more the meaning behind it. And when your dad works hard to be able to buy you a vehicle, there's so much meaning there and care and love that comes in with that car. No matter what it is, you realize, man, my dad worked his tail off to provide me with this very nice tool that I can get around with. So uh, excellent story. I love it. How about a seller's remorse story? Is there a car you've let go that you really wish you had back? Uh, That would be the first car that I bought. Uh, It was an E46 uh, BMW 325i, a little five-speed, black-on-black. And uh, it was the first car I bought. uh, And then that was about the time I started detailing. So I was able to make it shine and headlight restoral and, you know, have it as a new car all the time. And that got to the point of, you know, nickel and diamond me. If you are behind a little bit on those German cars, they'll catch up to you. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So at the time I had worked for a BMW dealership, had a great employee lease and I ended up trading it in, but I only had a few thousand dollars left. And so now I was just like, oh, I should have kept it. Uh, You know, it was almost paid off. So I, I have a little bit of a sting when I think about that one. But other than that, you know, on to the next one. Well, those are lessons learned. That's what those stings are all about. That's why they sting, so you, you can be remembered. Okay, next time I won't do that again. Well, let's talk about today and tomorrow. Explain to our listeners a little bit about you, and, and I'll start by saying uh, I found out about Dustin a couple weeks ago. I needed a car detailed in San Diego. I don't live in San Diego, so I reached out to my Facebook fans, and of course, all sorts of names and things came up, but uh, Dan Williams uh, said, hey, give Dustin a call. Here's a good guy, so I called him. He answered promptly and he detailed the car. I've not even seen the car that he detailed. I've seen pictures. He was nice enough to do that. I'm trying to sell the car down there. The people that I have taking care of the car for me right now said, wow, looks like a different car because it was a little dirty. It needed some work. So uh, I almost felt ashamed to have you uh, jump on this, but the level of quality you did. So tell our listeners a little bit about your company, this mobile detailing, what you do, how you work. Um, yeah, so like you said, it is mobile detailing. It, you know, it really has been interesting to kind of go over, you know, I was always a shop kid. I always worked in enclosed areas and controlled environments with air pressure and power washers. Um, so it's kind of fortunate, you know, have all those things at my hand for those tools. But coming out here, I, uh, you know, kind of got thrown into it. it Use a steam cleaner and no compressor. And we use O&R washes instead of power washers, you know, 
the occasional one you need one for, but it was kind of different to, you know, come into that world in a different detailing approach. I felt like I was slower and less efficient, but over time, you know, kind of trial and error and see what happens with this, you know, I've actually sped up and got a better product from it. But the biggest thing that's been exciting for me is to see the difference of businesses of how it's being stagnant in a place and having that one shop. You get some people that come by, you know, there are the people that like to be in a shop, but there's so many people that enjoy the mobile detailing part out here. One, because of the weather, but you know, if you can stay at home and like, for instance, do this podcast and someone's out cleaning your car, you know, make some money yourself and not have to run across town to drop it off and figure out if you can get a ride home and go back and get your car during rush hour, you know, all these factors. It's been interesting, like I said, and awesome to see this side of business, you know, you're simply cleaning a car and someone comes by and says, let me have your card. You know, you're doing great work. I need to do this, you know, and I've had great success with marketing, but so much because of word of mouth and people walking by and seeing some decals on a van. Yeah. You're advertising while you're working. Exactly. Yeah. The small investment. It's, I don't know how people don't put logos on their van. I know. It's absolutely ridiculous. I see that even around here with people that do lawn care. I'm like, why would you not spend a a few dollars? It's so inexpensive to put your name and your phone number so that somebody driving by, because otherwise uh, I'm going to They don't have time to stop or whatever. So, no, I think it's great. And, again, what was great for me as a customer, sight unseen customer, is the confidence you gave me when I spoke with you and the fact that you would just go to wherever the car was. I didn't have to find somebody to take it to you, have to deal with all that, being in a remote location. So it gave me great confidence. And, of course, the job you did was fantastic. I'm heading down to San Diego this weekend, so I'll get to see the work that you did. So I'll bring my white gloves and (laughs) – I'm I'm, I'm sure the car looks good. Hopefully it'll sell before I get there. That's my plan, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, well, again, congratulations for what you're doing. Really, really great. Now, if you were a car, Dustin, what kind of car would you be and why? Um, I think one car that has always stuck out to me, um, one, because I had some friends, their, their families were big muscle car people. But one that I think I fell in love with first back in the day, it'd have to be a 69 Super Sport Nova. Um, I just, the, the, the look of them, how they're built, you know, they're, they're sturdy. They're going to go forever. I just, I think that's, that's my car. <laughs> wow. Yeah, those are cool. When I was a kid, my very first car was a 67 Chevy Nova. It was far yeah. from a super sport, let me tell you. Four-door, owned by a little old <laughs> lady, had the small engine, nothing fancy. But, you know, it was my first car. It got me to the beach. I put my surf racks on top. All my friends could pile in the back and uh, had fun with it. But uh, the super sport, that's a whole different deal. Uh, that is a cool look. I just yeah, love that's the, a whole different beast. Uh, yeah, just love the look of those cars, and yeah, they're really great. Very nice. Well, Dustin, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right. 
1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. All right, Dustin, we are back, and we're entering the last lap, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive or detailing advice you've ever received? Uh, invest in yourself. I've seen companies fail because they were too worried about paying off investors and other things. And if you want this business to grow, put your nose to the grindstone and invest in yourself. Awesome advice from a young man. Very, very wise. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? Uh, it's kind of construction-ish, but, you know, measure twice, cut once. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, like I said earlier, there's no reason to do laps around cars and waste time. Um, if it comes to books, to detailing, to advertising, measure twice, cut once. You know, I'll bring this up again. I, I detailed as a kid and all the way through college. It helped pay for all my college. And even when I got married, I still did it on the weekends after I got what I called a real job, an office job, to try to help save money for a house, my first house my wife and I bought. And my son started a detailing business when he was in junior high and high school. And the first cars he did, I kind of watched him do them. And I realized, man, all those years, I had this system I'd created, and I didn't even realize it of how to get through a car faster. So uh, definitely there are ways and lessons learned there. But uh, yeah, work smarter for sure. Now, how about a resource? There's lots of great resources out there, but is there one that stands out for you? Honestly, you know, I think this day and age, because it's such a quick fix generation, you know, I think Facebook groups and people talking, you know, I think detailers in a whole are becoming... Uh, more of a camaraderie and helping each other out rather than, you know, saying this shop down the street doesn't do good work. You know, if we mm -hmm. build each other up, yeah. then, you know, we do really good. And I've had good success of, you know, either OptiCode sites or Facebook groups, Obsessed Garage, you know, all those kinds of things that you throw something out there and people are so willing to help and, you know, in a bind. So 
honestly, the, the internet and, uh, you know, Facebook has been a really big learner. YouTube, you know, these days you can learn so much by someone else's experience. Oh yeah. You know, you touched on a really important thing here, I believe, and that's communication. And you mentioned something, you know, supporting other people, even the competition that will always come back to you in a positive way versus the alternative down talking somebody saying something bad about somebody in a public forum. And I see it on Facebook over and over and I just cringe having been in business my whole life. I go, mm-hmm. gosh, don't you see how that makes you look? It doesn't break down the other guy. It breaks you down. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. And obviously, too, the Optico website is a great resource that I'll throw out there because having had so many people from the company on the show and having used the products myself, they are fantastic. So I'll make sure I put that link on your show notes page. Now, if you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive field, living or deceased, who would that be? He's still living, um, you know, and he's, uh, it's in the rally industry. It's Ken Block. Honestly, it's, uh, I see that type of driving over a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And I wish that, you know, I had the car and the know-how to do that. Yeah, he's awesome. I'd love to have him on this show. I mean, the videos you see and the driving skills that guy has, oh my God. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable how close he comes to things and where he knows where every corner of that vehicle is. It, you know, on the, the front of it, you just go, he's just wild man, crazy doing crazy stuff. No, this is all methodical. It is seat time. It is skill set. Yeah. That would be a fun conversation for sure. Now, how about a book? Is there a book mm-hmm. you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy? Uh, yeah. It's the one I've been reading a little bit lately. It's called Zero to One by Peter Thiel. It's notes on startups or how to build the future. Ah. Very cool. That's the first time that book's been recommended here. And I love that it's a business book and that you're reading a business book. I'm a big proponent of reading business books. I've got so many I've read over the years. And you can always take little bits and pieces out of these books and use them in your own business, no matter what uh, what part of the business that you have. Well, I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources on Dustin's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type Dustin Wharton, W-H-A-R-T-O-N in the search bar. We'll have links to uh, how you you can find this book. There's a great place on the website called Guest Recommended Books where you can just click to buy and all the other great resources Dustin has shared here on Cars Yeah, including his own website. All right, we are up to the checkered flag and this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one very cool collector car in your garage, Dustin, I'll buy you anything you'd like today. Money is no object. What would that car be and why? I would probably have to say it's a Rolls Royce Ghost. Oh my gosh. I've got a client that I take care of him for and... It's just been one that I, you know, I feel like I've got to break the diaper out and just baby it. You know, it's such a good mix of clash and aggression that uh, they're they're gorgeous. Now, this is the Rolls Royce Wraith? The Wraith, The yes. Wraith. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're rolling, <laughs> you're rolling in style when you're in a Rolls Royce. You know, I, I mentioned that uh, the first Rolls Royce I ever detailed was a... Uh, early 70s Corniche, which back then was a $150,000 car, which you think about the early 70s, that was a lot of money back then. Of course, Rolls Royce is now 300, 400. I mean, they're a lot of money today, but Rolls Royce loaned me a car for a weekend, uh, probably about five or six years ago. And I'll tell you, I wasn't, I like sports cars. I'm not really into big cars like that, but you feel special when you're driving a Rolls Royce. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You're like you're on a cloud. (laughs) They are magical cars. So uh, very, very nice. Well, I'll get to work. What color would you like that Wraith to be? Uh, I'm always a sucker for metallic gray. Metallic. It's just, it's such a good dark, 
it's black so hard. Yeah. But that dark color looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> I figure a detailer would never pick a black car. I, I could never own a black car. I would just go insane. It's too hard to keep it clean. Yeah, I like silvers no. and platinums <laughs> and things. So very nice. Well, Dustin, you've taken me on an awesome ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories. And I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Cars Yeah listeners and with me. Would you offer us one parting piece of wisdom and guidance before you head off to that San Diego beach in your Rolls Royce Wraith? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would just say stick at it, you know, learn, grind, keep your nose to that grindstone. You know, if you compile all these little wins that you may just think is getting you through the motions, you know, it all opens up to a bigger picture one day and it makes sense. So stick at what you love. And, you know, if you do, the world will be your oyster. Absolutely. Great advice from a guy who's done it. Now, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your business? Um, so the best thing that we're focusing on right now is, uh, you know, my website, my guy up in San Francisco, Alexander Din, he destroys it. He's been taking a name that's nine months new in San Diego. And, you know, we're finding 10 to 15 new people on my website every single day. So, you know, he's done really well. And that's the best way to find out what we're doing and what we're up to. It's uh, official CaliforniaDetailing.com. There you go. Well, I'll make sure I put a link to that website. On Dustin's show notes page on the Cars Yeah website, uh, if you're in the San Diego area or you know somebody in the San Diego area that needs to have a car detailed or maybe you know somebody that lives there and you want to treat him to a nice little treat, give Dustin a call. You can go over there and take care of that car and you'll be you'll be uh, rewarded forever. He does a fantastic job, I can tell you, by a first-hand experience. Dustin, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars Yeah listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. You have a great day. Thank you. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you in your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!